Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award-winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and Mata. Welcome to Healing into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert. And I'm Mata. And we have a very special show for you today. Kindy Gill has come by to speak about, she's actually a very passionate uh, advocate of uh, conscious parenting. And uh, known as Kindy to her loved ones, she's uh, a married mother of three children, aged 18, 14, and 9. She was born in England to young parents uh, that had immigrated from India and coming from a humble background where it was really unusual to allow young Asian women to pursue further education. She soon became noticed to be a little different when at the age of 23 she qualified as a chartered accountant. Kindy became part of a proactive team working for a top five chartered accountancy firm in their corporate finance division. Kindy moved on to work in the private sector initially as the finance director and subsequently as the chief executive responsible for overseeing the welfare of nearly 3,500 people employed at the peak of the company's operation. She spent many years researching holistic methods of health and wellness, such as aromatherapy, homeopathy, naturopathy, acupuncture, and Reiki, and came to the very discouraging effect that none of these modalities had long-lasting results. And um, after witnessing the after-effects of a devastating car accident uh, in which her sister saved from death became paralyzed, Kindy was pressed with the critical questions, why do such things happen? How does life bring what it does? What is the point of such suffering? What is the meaning of life? And a few years later, after having immigrated to Canada and being completely isolated from family and friends, she came across the teachings of Abraham Hicks, Miguel Ruiz, Eckhart Tolle, Eliza Matadalian, and Osho, which catapulted her forward into an amazing journey of self-discovery and greater consciousness. Welcome to the show, Kindy. Welcome, Kindy. Thank you. So you have a story to tell. You do. And I think it would be nice for you to share some of the experiences that you've had working with Eliza Matadalian and how it's lent you or led you to the point where you are now uh, with the, the, uh, I was going to say opinions that you have, but they're more than opinions because it's not a head thing. It's something that you have a true experience of of all this. So welcome. Thank you. I don't really want to bore too many people about the history, sort of where I've come from. Thank you for sharing um, a little bit of background about me. In in a nutshell, having experienced some dramatic changes in our family, particularly with my sister, you can understand that there was a lot of suffering going on, a lot of heartache, a lot of upset. 
Um, and I was very sensitive to those emotions and carried them very, very deeply so in my body. So it got to the point where there was a lot of gloom, a lot of heaviness about life, a lot of misunderstanding about life and not really knowing what was the point of being here when, when there was such a heavy, dark cloud over me. And it was strange because, you know, you naturally gravitate to books and solutions and, you know, being a sort of a misfix-it because I'd been in an environment where if there was a problem, you go and find a solution. Uh, you set a goal, you set a target, the solution always arrives. Well, this was the first time in my life I was beginning to feel really helpless, like everything was out of my hands. So now I looked in a different direction and started sort of exploring how do you help yourself. Um, and exhausted myself with reading um, to a point of almost madness. And when I got to that stage, I gave up. And that was when um, Matter's book fell off of a shelf um, and basically sort of landed landed at me, sort of saying, come read me. Um, and my life began to change, but in such a dramatic way that if I begin to try and express that to people, um, it's difficult for them to relate to the real significant impact that Mada has had through her work on my life. Um, and in essence, it's a story that sort of, it's like a Cinderella story. It's sort of basically saying there was a lot of heaviness, a lot of darkness, a lot of misery, a lot of suffering, a lot of crying. And that's changed to, you know, an understanding, some sense of, you know, real happiness, some joy. Um, I feel much more peaceful inside. I have much less fear much more adventurous about life. I'm actually looking, I look forward to life. I look forward to the adventures that could come op open and come my way now. And I can see the miraculous nature of life now. So it's like a real turnaround environment that I've experienced, all thanks to the work that Mada does. So thank you, Mada. Oh, you're welcome. So what, what exactly um, changed within yourself? I remember you telling me that when you found my book, um, or it fell in your lap, as you described it, you had made a decision not to read any more books. I had. So, so I think that's the point where we finally realized that, okay, I've, I've gathered as much information as I can, but there must be something more because the information is not helping me. I remember what happened was that I had read and read and read and had got progressively more and more confused because now I was reading a platform of information that was telling me how I could behave. And I knew that's not how I was behaving. And I had no ready-made solution as to how to change how I was behaving to this new sort of idealistic approach. And um, when I came to see you, I remember um, asking you to have a look and you read my energy and the first words you said to me, and I remember them so clearly was, Kindy, there's so much knowledge, there's absolute chaos inside. And I remember looking at you thinking, thank God somebody knows there's so much chaos inside. And it was like, okay, so you now know there's chaos, but you must, must know how I'm going to come out of this chaos. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing was that after my session with you, which only took a mere hour and a half, it was like starting life again. It was like, oh my God, this is how I could feel. This is how I am feeling. And I just knew instantly that yours was not about words. Yours was about experiencing those words. Yours was about experiencing the changes for yourself. And then since then, what's happened is that as I go deeper and deeper and with your method, go deeper and deeper into what's there, 
the behavior is not something I have to think about anymore. The behavior just happens naturally. If I wanted to be more compassionate or more loving before, that's happening automatically. I don't have to think about it. It's just arriving. If I wanted to be less angry or less fearful before, now I don't have to think about it spontaneously. It's just there because your work is about experiencing that change, not about thinking that change. Right, so you're describing the, the benefits and uh, since um, I know that um, our show is about conscious parenting and this is the beginning, obviously, as a parent to start becoming conscious yourself if you want to parent consciously. And uh, just to briefly mention, because uh, most people don't really understand what I do, no. And uh, the method is basically a very simple one in the sense that it goes directly into your energy and removes those thought forms and beliefs that are blocking your vision. And that's, that's all I did with you because the vision, your consciousness is already within you. And this is what many people don't understand. They try to come to that consciousness or, or try to come to the joy within or peace within through their mind and that's as you know is just a dead end absolutely and when you say that the consciousness is within you if I had read that before I would have thought well I'm so dark so miserable so unhappy how on earth am I going to locate this consciousness within me but what I've seen is that I don't actually have to do anything once the pattern that's in my body has been shifted through your help what I've found is that everything else just arrives naturally. So it is within me and I now know for sure it's within me because that's what then is affecting my behavior, affecting the dynamics, affecting our household. I mean, my three children, I think, are just so fortunate to be getting a chance to experience this now at their young ages so that they don't have to go through a long life trying to learn the lessons and trying to figure out what those imprints are really doing to them. So I feel very, very blessed. Yeah, and you're one a rare, rare parent that you actually, once you experienced the benefit of my method, you brought your whole family with, with all your children and, and your parents. So, uh, so I think as a result, everybody's uh, probably feeling lighter, which is wonderful. And as you know, children are my passion. And uh, I'm most excited to be an advocate to um, helping parents to recognize their children's wisdom. And hopefully through through the show today, we can bring some light into that. And as a parent, how you observe your children and in what way are you able to parent more consciously because you have uh, experienced personal transformation for yourself. That's right. Lots of surprises have actually come my way. Um, and those surprises are so dramatic that sometimes you've gone from looking at life one way and trying to teach your children certain things and discovering that all we were really, all I was really doing was inflicting my own fears, my own beliefs, and actually inflicting them on these poor children that, ha that are like beautiful canvases that could have been directed in any direction, mm -hmm. and yet I was painting my story on them. And now the exciting part is that they can live their life the way that they need to live their life and enjoy their life. Mm -hmm. I can live mine the way I need to, and our journeys are independent to one another, although there's beautiful lessons that we're learning together too. So it's really exciting for all of us. Right. So we're coming to a break soon. I know that Albert has some questions 
questions to ask you uh, with regards to conscious parenting. And um, I'm excited to actually um, hear your answers about uh, what you would say. And uh, I'll let Albert take us into the break. And when we come back, we'll talk some more. Okay, thank you. Just before we go into the break, I could mention that people can like us on Facebook, Healing Into Consciousness Radio on Facebook, um, where you can leave your questions and comments. And uh, Mata, your website is matadalian.com. That's uh, Mata Dalian, D-A-L-I-A-N. And uh, I, yeah, this is a very interesting uh, conversation. And we'll be right back after this. tried many different wellness methods and still feel stuck the light speed dalian method for health and consciousness is your answer this bullseye technique is a revolutionary new model for healing and awakening the dalian method can help you heal your fear pain and ailments within minutes it's ideal for people who are ready to transform their unconscious and live joyously in the present to book your private session with mata the founder of this method visit dalianmethod.com It's a pretty great place to be If you don't mind mystery If you can keep an open mind And dance when the coals are burning hot And forget them when they're not And just move with the energy Okay, we're back with Healing Into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert. And I'm Mada. And uh, we're in conversation here with Kindy, Kindy Gill from Vancouver, BC. And we are talking about conscious parenting. If we could pick up the conversation, Kindy, where we were uh, during the last break, I would like to ask you, what has surprised you most about parenting in a conscious way? Um, This is actually quite curious, this question, because... um Prior to becoming more and more conscious, um, I had this concept that basically said, nourish your children, give your children as much as you can. And if you can give and be there for them, then you're basically addressing everything you need to do as, as a parent. And much to my shock and surprise, I have discovered that that actually feeds only one thing, and that is dependence which is the absolute worst thing that you could actually be engendering into children because you can give and give and give and there's no end to giving and there's no end to people's desires and children's desires. So when can you ever satisfy everything? There'll always be holes. And what I've learned now is really what I ought to have given my attention to and certainly it is what I am giving my attention to now, where a child can feel fill a need themselves I'm educating them to see that they can do it for themselves. I'm showing them how they can actually be independent of me and find a way to actually find those solutions for themselves. And that encourages them towards self-love 
rather than the other version, which leads to a very needy child that then becomes a very needy adult. And I can certainly share with you that I have been one very needy adult and don't want to see that mistake being repeated with my children. I think this also advocates a sense of responsibility with which you can instill at a very, very early age. That's right, because there are many lessons that children come in here to learn. And I had sort of mistakenly felt that if there are things that I had missing or felt like that they could have been done slightly differently, that it was my responsibility to address that with my children and make sure that those things don't go astray. But that is not nourishing myself. And as a parent, you think you're actually filling the gaps by doing this for your children. And their lessons are different. They've come to actually learn something different to your own soul. And I've learned that very clearly since I've become more conscious that really I have to become more alert to what they need um, for themselves rather than actually just giving them what I felt was missing for me. You also said something which I find very interesting. You said that the true gift that a parent can give their child is to help them to listen to themselves. What did you mean by that? Well, it's taken me a very long time to discover that all my answers, all the things that I need to know to actually lead a life of contentment and peace are tucked inside me. They're, They're in my feelings. Um, they're in my awareness and what I hadn't realized was that I could actually depend on those and that was the only thing I needed to depend on too much time in life what we're shown is that we have to compromise and do what pleases others but what pleases others is somebody else's agenda it is not your agenda and it's not necessarily what's right for you so I've gone from thinking that you need to get people's approval and that you need to fit in and you need to conform and you need to adjust and you need to do what others are saying to you in an authoritative role and I've gone away from that type of advocacy and said right okay now what seems to be more important is teach them that there is something inside them that they can listen to that is theirs it's their own voice And if they can stay in touch with that, they're not likely to go astray into suffering too deeply as they move on with their age and this time round on their lifetime's journey. So in what way did you um, uh, notice a change in your children when you started behaving that way? Um, It's fascinating because the old mechanism said control, give them the answers, tell them what to do. So obviously you get a backlash, which you won't, I wasn't really understanding why am I getting a backlash because surely I'm right. (laughs) Um, I've gone from knowing that uh, I thought I was right to realizing that actually absolutely I do not know. When it comes to them, they know better than I know. So now I give them the space to be themselves. I give them the space to make their own mistakes. I give them the space to make their own decisions. And what's that? what that is doing is actually we're getting to enjoy a lot more beauty in our relationships because there's more equality. There's conversations that are actually more pure and natural. If somebody needs to be angry, somebody is because there is hardly any fear around in our home now. So what we're seeing is the real essence of one another and our relationships are actually growing as a result of those connections because there is so much honest conversation going on. Can you give us an example? Um, An example would be, say, uh, with my teenage daughter. So um, she's 18. Every parent is concerned about where they are, what they're doing, who they're out with, who they're mixing with, what's right, what's wrong. And a lot of information is usually needed to pacify yourself that they're they're not going to be in danger. Um, And 
when I was asking a lot of questions, I was getting very few responses and obviously a lot of aggression back and a lot of anger. Especially from a teenager. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Because my teenager was wanting to grow up and it's her life. Independent. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now it's got to the stage where, you know, if I hear I'm going out, mum, I just nod and say, yeah, great, have a lovely time. Because those are the conversations that come out of my mouth. Have a great time, enjoy yourself. Well, what happens then is that she's keen to come back and share what she did and how she enjoyed herself and who she was with. Because now the conversation is not about concern. It's about an experience. It's about enjoying what actually happened in that moment and what the unknown brought for her. And so it's a completely different conversation. And in this way, you can guide her better because you know exactly what's been happening. She's being truthful with you. She's not hiding anything. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is this issue about being truthful because they are so, so much, there's so much less fear in our home, then a child is happier to be truthful. Um, because they know the consequences of that truthful conversation isn't going to be about punishment and reprimanding or anything. It's just a conversation about the experience and what could have been different and what could have been handled differently. So the whole thing is just becoming so much easier. And it's it's also a lot to do with the self-empowerment. So basically, when you are starting to empower yourself and and starting to close your own holes and your own neediness and start taking responsibility for yourself, that's what children see and that's what they learn. That's and, right. And and obviously, um, I've seen all your children, uh, they've all gone through my healing method and I've seen them tremendously changed as well because children initially had those imprints that we have to follow the status quo and, and the fear of authority and not being able to really communicate and share exactly what's going on inside them. So with with getting that sense of inner power and an understanding that, well, I have the answers and only I do. And I'm I'm actually uh, not only allowed, but I must Mm. uh, speak and live from my own inner truth. And this is the education that is so much missing in our basically in the collective and that's why we create children to imitate what we do and obviously when we're unconscious our children start behaving exactly the way we do and their children behave exactly the way um, our children do and as a result we create more mess and more pain and we go more away from each other we we create more distance versus more connection and I see you and your children are getting closer instead of going further away. Yeah, we're very excited. I mean, a little conversation that we had a little while back with my 14-year-old and my 18-year-old, and we had had a misunderstanding and we were trying to resolve it. And at the end of it, it was a very funny comment that came from them and not something that I had expected. And it was, Mom, do you realize how much of a great job you, you are doing? Because most kids our age hate to talk to their parents. And we're sitting here trying to resolve this. So pat yourself on the back because you're wanting to be even more perfect. But things are going well. And that came from them. That's beautiful. And it was beautiful. It was a really exciting moment. It is. Yeah. Very rare. That's right. Wonderful. So yeah. that's, the best, uh, that's the best compliment you can get. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wonderful. I see we're uh, coming up to another break. Yes. So when, when we come back, we'll talk some more with Kindi. 
on Healing Into Conscious Radio. Basically, it is all about healing into consciousness, and that's exactly what we're talking about. If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Matadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Details. Healing into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert. And I'm Mada. And we are in conversation with uh, Kindy Gill, who um, I think is an extraordinary conscious parent. And I, I, I wanted to say this. I, I say this because I'm so dysfunctional. And my story, my familiar story, is 180 from yours. And, and I, I think it's so blessed That, that you can have this kind of a family setting. And I, I think some of it is good karma, but I'm also wondering, what is it? If you could capsulize in a phrase, what was it working with Mada, you individually with her and your children also individually with, with her, what was it that sort of all came together that gave you that missing part of the equation where things are rather open and, and, and the way you have this marvelous communication with your family right now? I think the thing is actually, the truth is, Albert, each of us have had different uh, experiences um, in our history. So actually the imprints that are sitting in each of us is different and the lessons we've all come to learn are different. And what I've found is that I could have looked at one of my children and thought, oh, There's a lot of fear there. This child is very, very scared to make their own decisions. So as a parent, I could be saying, go ahead, try and make that decision for yourself. Try and make that decision for yourself. You need to do that for yourself. That comes across as criticism. But the child's got an imprint. Child's got an imprint that's stopping them from being decisive. Well, I've got no way of accessing that. And the beauty is that when that particular child of mine saw Madder, you know, the session unveiled 
uh, what had caused the fear to be decisive. A previous life experience had led that child to feel that um, um, it was best to stay away and to shy away and not to know that the strength and the ability to make decisions sat in her. Now, but how, end- does, how does that play on you? Because in your own consciousness, you could be, you know that, hey, maybe there's some fear here that she is projecting onto me. And it's, it's also about my fear, no? No, in that particular case, it was very clear. This child had a certain situation going on. I'm looking at her as a parent thinking there's something that could be done, there's something could be done, and thinking mentally it could be done. And obviously, I was going nowhere. Um, when Mara looked at her energy and found the unconscious pattern that was there, it was a previous life experience, a conclusion had been made, it was a conclusion to say certain things, like for example, there was this conclusion to say, I do not want to be rushed in life, I want to take life really slowly, do not rush me, because for whatever reason, speed had been a problem. Now, it manifested itself in this life as eating at a, a you know dramatically slow pace um not wanting to be in a school environment where the lessons were being timed because again there was that sense of pressure time coming to an end a 40 minute class a 50 minute class it was actually putting so much pressure on this child it was unfair Mm -hmm. basically unfair Mm -hmm. and it was leading her to suffer now as a result of the session that belief that I have to be pushed and I'm being pushed and I, and I uh, don't want to be rushed, I don't want to be rushed, was erased. It no longer sat in her body. She isn't aware that it was even running before. But post the session, it was almost like turning a switch on. Post the session, the same conversations could be had with her that were being had previously. There was no charge. It didn't matter if there was a stopwatch going. It didn't matter if the class was going to finish 40 minutes later. Mm -hmm. The sense of confidence to be able to achieve in the time frame allocated just went from one spectrum to the other. And it happened naturally. And so that's the exciting part is that because these imprints are so unique and they're so individual, each of us need to have our issues addressed and we need to become more conscious of them but I wasn't able to access how I was going to allow those children to become more conscious. I didn't know how to. And and now, so you, obviously, you, you're, especially you know how excited I am about my method mm. and how much um, um, I've, I've put a lot of um, uh, emphasis, I've tried to create the self-healing version of it because I feel it's going to help to liberate so many people. And I'm very excited to get that finished really soon. And I feel the pressure to do it because, uh, uh, as you know, and and, uh, I believe you also experienced the self-healing version of it, um, it's going to help so many people to actually come and be able to erase those imprints themselves. Yeah, I'm very, very excited because the truth is, Mada, when, when I spoke to my son about your work and said, if you had to talk to somebody else about this, what would you say? What would you say? And he says, Mom, no child knows that they need to go through a session like that or they need to even experience anything like that. He says, but after coming out of there and knowing how good I felt and knowing how it's lasted and it's with me, the truth is every mom should force her child to go through this process. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from a young child. And not because he's being asked to think like that, because he's naturally responding to the experience that he's enjoyed. So when this self-healing version goes out into the marketplace, 
and hundreds and thousands of us can access it, can you imagine the power? Because more and more people can step into the joy that life can bring and step out of the suffering and the misery that seems to just engulf us at the moment. That's right. It's all those imprints, all the beliefs that are in the body. That's why no matter how many books you read and how much you try to understand things intellectually, um, it's just not possible to to make a huge shift. You you can make little shifts, but to make the the hundred and eighty degree turn and like the switch to turn the switch on, like you said, you absolutely need to go into the body and erase those imprints and beliefs from the body because they run the show. There, the body is like the bottom of the iceberg and it carries you wherever it wants to take you. And and as a matter of fact, many people now refer to that as the subconscious. And maybe this is an appropriate moment for me to make the listeners aware if they've uh, heard the word subconscious. It's as a matter of fact, not the subconscious, but it's the unconscious because the subconscious is the part of you that just as the word says, subconscious. It's the part of you that is conscious at all times, but it's covered with the unconscious. And the, the trick is to actually access the unconscious and transform it into consciousness. So the subconscious is not the problem here. It's the unconscious that is the problem. And we need to erase those unconscious imprints. So we can get, and, and, and children, they're, they don't have the baggage that the adults do. And therefore, it's so much easier for them to just quickly, uh, they're very bright, they're very intelligent, and they can get to to see things so much easier and so much clearer. And that's why I love working with children, because they're just naturally intelligent. That's the exciting part of this for me, because when I've seen them respond to something like this, what happens is, is like, it's like, wow. Look how quick that was. It's the same evening. It's a few hours later. It's the following day. And it just carries on and builds and builds and builds and gets better and better and better. And I look at them and think, my God, so much is possible and so fast. Aren't they bright? And then I look at myself and I think it's more of an arduous journey. It's more of a drip, 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 drip effect. And in many ways, when I'm now looking at them, they're educating me. They're more advanced. It feels like they're more conscious of, than I am. And that when I'm making mistakes, it's very fast for them to say, Mom, in that situation, you just did that. Mm-hmm. And they're alerting me to what I'm doing. And I look at them, and a mother doesn't really have envy for her children, but I look at them and think, my God, you're ahead of the game. If only I could have had access to this a lot earlier in my life, right? So now more children that can come through this way and actually be shown that there's another world, another way of living without fear, without these imprints of beliefs that are just, you know, they're redundant and they're actually um, depleting our energy and stopping us from actually expanding and enjoying and what we should be focusing our attention on and our creativity. You know, honestly, more and more people that can become conscious, the better it will be for everybody. That's right, especially children. We have to put so much attention to children and the whole education system is it needs to change. Otherwise, it's really difficult because these children, when they're so, so, they're, they're just beginning their life and they're not taught how to look inside, how to find their own answers, how to find their inner power. Obviously, they grow up and by the time they're 12, they 
completely start forgetting. So this is how the unconsciousness mm. comes in. And they become really just like just like the rest of us. So, and I remember with with um, my niece once when I was visiting in LA and my brother said that she's hyperactive. So she's taking yoga classes and, you know, trying to, they're, they're trying to basically get her to be a little bit more calmer and they're not succeeding. So uh, I said, okay, well, let's try a meditation technique. And I gave her just five minutes of meditation to do a gibberish and then just to watch her breath. And I couldn't believe it within, you know, just minutes. This child became so calm and serene and so peaceful. And afterwards, when I talked to her a month later, I said, how's your meditation going? She said, well, she said, um, everybody says that I'm calmer. And she said, now I know that there is a part of me inside me that is always peaceful and I could go to that part whenever I want. Mm -hmm. So whenever I want, I'm just watching my breath. <laughs> so k kids are so quick, you know, and, and this is what we need if we want to bring more peace into the world. And the exciting thing is the wisdom that they have because they understand that the fighting that goes on, the competitive environment, the chase to be better is wrong. They understand that, but they're being forced into a world where it's almost like the norm that you that it is supposed to be a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And because they see that those are the wrong values, but yet everybody in authority is driving them in that direction – confusion gets brought into their lives much too early that's right so we'll continue on this after the break it's getting very interesting so stay tuned we'll be right back tried many different wellness methods and still feel stuck the light speed dalian method for health and consciousness is your answer this bullseye technique is a revolutionary new model for healing and awakening the dalian method can help you heal your fear pain and ailments within minutes it's ideal for people who are ready to transform their unconscious and live joyously in the present to book your private session with mata the founder of this method visit dalianmethod.com if you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Modadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Details. 1230 WPLQ Life is a pretty great place to be If you don't mind mystery If you can keep an open mind And dance when the coals are burning hot And forget them when they're not And just move with the energy And rest 
So you're listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert. And I'm Marta. And uh, we're back in conversation with uh, Kindy Gill. I find it fascinating how fast studies children can be. And uh, I, I remember my own experience from the time when Mata gave a workshop for children. And Kindy, you were there. And uh, it, it was just fascinating how, you know, adults have their, their own issues about being in the moment and, and, and uh, questioning themselves. And it's just amazing looking at these little creatures, um, these little human beings who are still developing and how open they are. Yeah, it was really exciting, actually, that workshop. We had very young children there from about seven, age seven upwards. Um, I think it went up to about 13. And uh, the exciting part was at the end of a five or ten minute meditation, I think, matter that you ran, just using the word yes, no. So they had an opportunity to express the word no first. Um, but the passion with which they expressed that word no. I mean, it was like, you know, let me say no and let me really enjoy saying no. And that's what came across because naturally nobody thought, ah, I can't be what I want to be. I can just use this word no and be exactly what I want to be. Well, the power of that was so exciting because then when they went to say, when they went into the period where they actually then did the opposite and said yes, their excitement for life and the energy that they show and all that sort of stuff was even more buoyant than it normally is. And then that peaceful moment, right? So they'd gone to those two extremes and then the peaceful moment. And I remember looking at one of the children in that workshop and thinking, my God, he feels so, it was like he was just so, so peaceful. And when we asked him afterwards, how did he feel? And he said something about it being almost like the the most expansive. Yeah, expansive. Mm -hmm. And it was almost as if he was trying to say that it was almost like the most exciting moment he'd had yet. He feels at home. Yeah. 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 And it was like, and this was a very, very tiny little aged Mm -hmm. um, person. But that's how quick they were. Yeah, Kindy's talking about my no-yes meditation. That's right. That even adults in, enjoy. Actually, the same results happen with, with adults when they when they start saying no and there's so much repressed uh, you know, feeling of no and you have to say yes because it's culturally not acceptable to that's say no. Right. Yeah, that's right. And my youngest daughter often joins me in my active meditations now. Um, I mean, they're too long for her really because she is still so young. But the exciting thing is she can get to that place I can't get to. She can get to it and be there, not even register that she's been there. She's been in that peaceful zone. She's touched it. She then goes to sleep with it. And it's just so natural for her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while my mind is still stirring away. <laughs> and imagine imagine somebody at that young age to already know where that peaceful place is, already know that I could go there at any time I need to. What a liberation! What a what a you know gift uh, for a child to have. Oh, matter that's how I feel. I feel so fortunate. I feel as though I've like got the whole world in my laps, right? Because it just feels like these lessons that didn't come my way early enough led me to a path of a lot of suffering. But the beauty is, I now know there's another way of living. Um, and I'm sure going to make sure that those children know that they can access that too. So when they go through their little world, um, they know where to come back to. Rather than, you know, those years wasted hunting and looking and looking and looking, getting into that chaotic state and then becoming very desperate 
to find solutions out, right? And let me compliment you, Kindy, because it's it's very rare for parents to come to that awareness, that understanding that you know, I I have to stop controlling my children and allowing them to find their own authentic voice. Most parents like to control because they think, well, you know, I'm the adult and they repeat what their parents have been doing. And this is the the pattern that we have to break collectively. It's it's a it's a terrible pattern, and it's in our collective unconscious. And every single person breaking it within their own family is how we're going to help that collective pattern to to change. And it's a very rare happening for a parent to recognize that. So hopefully, we can encourage more parents from you know who are listening today to start asking some questions to how they can help themselves and help their children to uh, to come out of this old pattern of suffering and come to that inner uh, yes and celebration. I uh, take that compliment with a smile on my face in the sense that uh, I've been doing the same as every parent does. Um, very keen for my kids to do well, wanted them to try and compete, thought that they that they had to be ahead of the game in the rat race, uh, put all my emphasis on academia, etc. And I've done a 180 degree turn from that old version of me that was the chief executive of a business that knew that you had to actually, you know, do very well academically on paper to survive. It was all about financial success. So I've come from that world. And can you imagine I'm now in another world that's saying, I'm going to nourish the gifts that they have and they come with. I don't know where they're going to, where it's going to take them on their journey. My role is not about making sure they're the most competitive human beings out there. My role is not about making sure they're ahead of the game. My role is about making sure that they find what is theirs and to find their own gift. And so I've, I've found it a struggle initially making that switch because I kept double double questioning myself am I making a mistake am I making a mistake and it was that sense of not really being sure and not being conscious enough because you were afraid to lose your control that's right not really being sure not being conscious enough Mm -hmm. but as I've stepped more and more into this it's become a very enjoyable process and I know for sure from the bottom of my of my heart that I'm doing absolutely the right thing now on that note, what a great way to close this uh, conversation on conscious parenting with Kindy Gill. I think we're going to have another topic on the subject of children, Mata and Kindy. Uh, if you'd come back, we'd love to have you. I'd love to. Right. I think one thing that I've learned and, and I was thinking about when you were talking about this conscious parenting was, and this is something that I learned in Mata's eight. Uh, week online was that most of us, what did you say, Mata? Most of us are, are, are um, wounded in our third chakra, the, the, the power center, yes? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And this is just one of the things, little factoids that you learn uh, taking Mata's online course because if, if you've read In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, you've studied some of the chapters and you really want to get practical about something and taking it a little further with a, a real understanding not sense a sense of you know an intellectual kind of knowledge but a real knowing as the greeks called it a gnosis uh, the eight line course is is absolutely wonderful you mentioned uh, kindy the the fact of active meditations and how they've helped you and this is also uh, a part of uh, the uh, 
eight-week online. And since we have you here, I just wanted to quickly ask you how your experience was doing uh, Mata's uh, eight-week online. Um, I enjoyed the eight-week process because it uh, it's run so that you're at home um, and you're guided as to what meditations to follow each week and you come back and return on a weekly basis. Oh, and if you love to blog, yeah. you can do so. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And... Um, so can you imagine you're in an environment, you're at home amongst your own world, but then adding these features of, you know, the active meditations, doing the homework that's been set for the week, then returning the following week, blogging, etc., making, you know, making, um, being more attentive about what you're doing and how you're behaving. And that then carries on for an eight-week process. Your ability to carry that through and keep it as part of your life keep up with that momentum is so much greater when you're doing the work from home. Right. And quickly, how do you feel about Mata commenting on, on everybody uh, like every Saturday when you meet online and she gives people specific information? Well, one, it's very exciting to hear what you need to know for yourself. That's right. Because there's nothing more exciting to actually have um, the arrow pointing in the right direction so that you can then become more focused about what you need to do. Um, and the other piece is that the advice given to everybody else, every caller has a similar story or something that they're hearing from the advice that they're receiving that is relevant to you too. Right. And so it's really, really useful. All right. And for those who are interested, it gets underway the 22nd of May, which is like real soon. Um, eight weeks, a two-month course designed to give you uh, an in-depth experience. Uh, you can go to uh, Mata's website at matadallion.com and also healingintoconsciousness.com. We're running out of time, so we got to say goodbye, Mata. Uh, yeah, flies too quickly. <laughs> so uh, tune us in next week. We'll do it all again at 12 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Central, and 3 o'clock Eastern. This is Healing Into Consciousness, and bye-bye. You've been listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing Into Consciousness, or the No Yes Active Meditation CD, visit www.dalianmethod.com. That's www.dalianmethod.com.